Hello, this is On The Left Side. I'm Ant, sitting in for Jim, who's off on holiday. While he's been sunning himself on a beach, he's missed a knockout week back here in football. Quite literally. Myrowan Fellaini made Alexander Kolarov even less photogenic by knocking out one of his front teeth with one of his lovely footballing hugs. Elsewhere, a humdinger of a shot from Ricardo Quaresma hit Benfica defender Grimaldo smack bang in the face, giving him a well-deserved nap in the six-yard box. And after putting up a plucky defence against Lionel Messi for uh, at least three minutes, Celtic were all but knocked out of the Champions League with five games still to go. Bye-bye. So what have we got on this edition of the Alternative Football Show? We ask if music could be the key to your team's success. We take a look at Mourinho's instrument and feel the bromance in the air. Mm. But we start with a surprisingly happy memory. Three months on from the European Championships in France, UEFA released their technical report into this year's tournament. This covers all aspects of the event, from security and logistics to the price of hot dogs and beer. And there's also a little bit on the standard of football. And it's this bit that leaps out, particularly the report on one of the teams who were praised for their near high tempo combinations, their varied attacking options, and their useful energetic team. Any idea who they're talking about? Runners up France, perhaps? The plucky Welsh? Maybe the machine that is the Germans? Mm-hmm. Guess again. Nope, not even close. No, the wonder team they're describing are none other than England. England? Just as UEFA were voting in a new president to herald in an era of honesty and transparency, we get a report that is so fantastical, it can only have been written by J.K. Rowling. It's so bonkers, it actually praises Captain Rain Rooney for dropping deep to act as a catalyst for attacking play. And no doubt elsewhere in the report, they've also praised Cristiano Ronaldo for his humble and likeable nature. Maybe yes, maybe no. I always, every year, I, I, try, I try to do my best, I score goals and help the team. And then comes the icing on the cake, saying this. Goalkeeper Joe Hart demonstrates accurate distribution. <laughs> it's been a difficult time for Joe Hart. He made his debut this week for new team Torino, who continued to get his name wrong. In return, Joe... Charles, John, whatever, continued his recent habit of giving away an easy goal on his debut. But Joe is taking all this on the chin and is putting it all behind him. And he told us this, rather surprisingly, in Italian. Oggi imparata le parole che mi servono quando gioco. Mia, tua, destra, sinistra, passa, terra, damela, lasila. Now, he's obviously reading it and wearing headphones, which I assume was playing the Italian version of his opening statement, and maybe had some key phrases on a loop. You've got to say he's done all right, he's not been there very long, and it's sounding pretty good. To try and find out what else he's been learning to say, on the left side, managed to get hold of Joe's headphones after the press conference. At the beep, pause and then repeat. Il mio nome è Charles John. My name is Joe Hart. Vendete testa e spalle. Do you sell head and shoulders? Mi dispiace, io non sono molto bravo con i piedi. I'm sorry, I'm not very good with my feet. Che cazzo stronzo, P.E.P. Guardiola, che ne sa lui di portieri, solo uno stupido idiota calvo figlio di una cagna, ucciderò quel figlio di puttana. 
It's a situation. You know, a situation. It's been a really good week for Liverpool, although Jurgen Klopp isn't too happy. He's only gone and lost another pair of glasses while celebrating a goal, and the fans keep singing his name. Please don't sing Jurgen Klopp, la 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 la, whatever. When the game is not finished, we have to talk about this, really, please. So that's the message yeah. to the fans. No singing your name unless the game's done. Yeah, I know. When it's done, when it's really done, then you're going to start singing. It's also been a great week for Leicester, who did start this season as if they were still sleeping off the hangover from last season's party. However, this was the week they woke up, and they travelled to Belgium for their first taste of the Champions League. And their opponents, Bruges, couldn't have been more welcoming, providing a handy video guide to the club. This is your first trip to Bruges, so we've gathered some tips. We have the best food and the best drinks. It's a perfect spot for Vardy to have a party. But their hospitality didn't end there, and Leicester helped themselves to a hatful of goals, including a penalty. And up stepped Riyad Mahrez, much to Ranieri's annoyance. If it doesn't score, I... <laughs> I take the neck and I crush the neck. Okay? He took the responsibility. But he had the personality to want to choose. Okay, choose. He was a lucky man. That's pretty threatening right there. What makes it really disturbing is not the detail that he goes into, but... It's the fact that he's smiling all the way through it. It's just like that bloke Rob off the archers. All the time we've seen Claudio as some lovable character who we all wish was our granddad. But behind closed doors, if you don't do what he wants, then... But this was by far the best performance Leicester have given this season. And Mares was man of the match. So what was different? Was it the threat of a broken neck that brought out his A-game? Not according to Ranieri. Maybe the music uh, wake up him. No, he don't. Maybe he's, a, he's very, very tired that to listen Dilly Din, Dilly Don. He preferred the Champions League music. I suppose getting your players conscious for a game does make a significant difference to their on-field performance. I wonder if I was to set that music as my alarm clock, if I'd have as good a day as Mares did. Let's see if I can give us all a little boost right now with a quick blast from that well-known operatic tenor, Kyle Walker. These are the champions. The champions. Yeah, that's the Spurs man singing the Champions League anthem for the official Tottenham Twitter feed, as they didn't have the rights to play the original. Singing without having the right to was something Brazilian wonderkid Neymar had a go at this week. He may have just come back from winning Olympic gold, but there is no way, on God's green earth, he'll be winning the X Factor. Though he does promise there's an album on the way, no one's taking him seriously. All I can say is, please, don't play this to Mares. It won't just wake him up. He'll never be able to sleep again. Before joining Barcelona, Neymar had the chance to come to the blue half of Manchester. But he pulled out when one of his advisors told him he'd need to wear special boots to play at the Etihad because of the rain. Unfortunately, not even Wellies would have done the trick on Tuesday night as an unexpected Manchester monsoon 
reduced that evening's match highlights to 10 minutes of puddle close-ups. So with Manchester looking like the very latest SeaWorld theme park, the game was postponed 24 hours. Now this is the second time in just a few months that games involving Man City have been called off due to torrential rain. Could this, in fact, be the real secret to Guardiola's success? Is he actually the Norse god Thor, able to command the very skies above us? Well, according to the new Heineken advert, in fact, it's somebody else controlling the weather. And they're just across town. This is the moment of truth. That's the special one in a new advert for Heineken. Tonight is the night. It's not the past. It's not the future. It is the now. Unfortunately, Jose, the now means losing three games in a row. You're not too happy with that, are you? When the trumpet of destiny blows in the your ears... The, the what? The trumpet of destiny blows in your ears, you must respond with glory! Blow it right next to my ear. So Jose was left with thunder on his face after an awful week. Maybe he should spend less time filming the adverts and more time practicing that trumpet. I can't do nothing to to improve it. That's a terrible attitude, Jose. Maybe maybe you should just start off simple, like your scales. Do you have the same music teacher as Neymar? Football is often referred to as the beautiful game, but this week it was all about beautiful people, as some of the biggest names in the game spread a thick dollop of love on the sandwich of soccer. In Italy this week, there were calls on Roma to retire the number 10 shirt worn by Francesco Totti. Leading the call was ex-Udinese superstar Antonio Di Natale, saying it was the right way to honour their beautiful and extraordinary player when he calls it a day at the end of the season. And over in Barcelona, Andre Iniesta released a new book in which Lionel Messi described the deep, mystical and largely unspoken bond the two of them share. On the pitch, I like him to be near me, especially when the game takes a turn for the worse. When things are difficult, that's when I say to him, come closer, I want you by my side. And then Celtic manager Brendan Rodgers decided it was time for him to join the love train. First of all, when you speak about Luis Suarez, you have to speak about the man. Luis Suarez is one of the most beautiful men you can come across. Very humble guy, a good guy we keep in contact, but I was fortunate to know him as a, as a person as well, and he's a, he's a really good man. That's right, Brendan. He's, he's a good, beautiful man, and those big bitey teeth of his are just so cuddly. All this love and affection is making me question if this is influencing how managers are actually picking their teams. You may remember a couple of weeks ago, Luke Shaw was withdrawn from the England squad because Big Sam said, and I quote, he didn't feel right. Now, we all took that to mean that he was maybe under the weather or had the flu, but did he actually mean how he feels to Sam? Is this how he's picking the squad? Going around groping the players like some kind of pervy doctor? Yes, good, good, nice and tight, yeah, yes, you can play, but those shorts, they won't do, they're far too baggy. No, won't do at all. Here, put these on. They used to be Tom Daly's. Oh, yeah. 
And finally, footballing gamers have been ever so excited about getting their hands on the latest footballing video games this week. And all the talk has been about something called the journey in the brand new FIFA. As well as all the usual bits like going online with your carefully selected team only to be thumped 4-0 by some 8-year-old in Canada, you can now do something called the journey. You take on the role of a young starlet named Alex Hunter and help him navigate through the challenges of his footballing life both on and off the pitch. Welcome to the Premier League. This young man has everything. We're going to make history. Incredible Hunter! I've not played it yet, but I'm told the attention to detail is by all accounts astonishingly realistic. I can only assume that this means you'll experience absolutely everything it means to be a professional footballer. Playing in those big games in front of 50,000 fans, scoring a last-minute winner in the derby, buying an overpriced sports car, getting dropped from the first team by the new manager, getting drunk and smashing up taxis, setting off fireworks in your bathroom, cheating on your wife with your girlfriend, cheating on your girlfriend with your brother's wife, Hurling abuse at those funny foreigners in the casino. Oi. Making a sex tape with your teammates and a bunch of prostitutes while on tour. Uh. Failing a drug test. Succumbing to alcoholism. And then crying yourself to sleep in prison as you wonder where it all went wrong. EA Sports. You're so ashamed. That's it for another episode of the Alternative Football Show. And if you want some more, you can catch all of our episodes and more at our brand new shiny website, ontheleftside.co.uk. Jim's back next week, but right now, I'm off to play with my trumpet of destiny, because that's full time. Whoa, was, was that, is that it? Are we, wow, what a load of shit. Well, that's the last time Ant does the show. That was uh, On The Left Side. It was written and produced by Ant this week, not Jim Salverson. I had no part in that. I would like to remove myself from the credits or any such show. It was uh, a Paint Your Headphones production. Again, nothing to do with me for, um, for abrupt audio. Wow. Whew. Sorry about that. Really don't see it as a reflection on any of the future shows or the past shows. <sighs> no mind, eh? Moving on.